Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A That's Not Gunner Productions podcast. Welcome to another midweek guest episode of Oof! Right in the Childhood. Today, I'm joined by Cherry. Thanks so much for joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me. Why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Well, as Jen said, my name is Cherry. Uh, They, them pronouns, please. I enjoy reading and writing all sorts of things, mostly fantasy, but I enjoy branching out occasionally. I also enjoy acting and singing. Fun fact, I have a pretty good vocal range when it comes to singing. Part of the reason I chose this movie is because I can sing Bella Note reasonably well. Like, you know, the part where Tony sings it. Um, It's about the bottom of my range when I sing it. I can also sing some soprano notes, but I've never gotten tested and had the stuff written down for me. So I don't know my actual range, but. Wow. I mean, like, Bella Note is absolutely one of my favorite, like, love songs of all time. It's such a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. I, I just absolutely, like, this time walking, watching through it, I was like, wow, they really pulled out all the stops for how pretty that scene is. Yeah. Yeah. Do you mind if I uh, sing some of it? Go for it. This is the night. What a beautiful night, and they call it Bella Notte. Look at the skies, they have stars in their eyes on this lovely Bella Notte. Side by side with your loved one, you'll find enchantment here. The night will weave its magic spell when the one you love is near. All this is the night. When the heavens are right on this lovely Bella Note. Yay! Well, that's like I immediately slouch back down. (laughs) Like, oh, I forgot I needed to breathe. Kind of moment. Well, it's it's a I sit up straight to sing. And then oh, when yeah. I'm done, I'm just like, I'm done. Okay, souch. Yeah, <laughs> totally get it. I uh, I was raised by a musician. I understand the stand up in a seating pos- in a seated position thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, totally get it. Uh, yep. But yeah, that's officially a thousand times better than I could have sung that. So yay <laughs> for you. Thanks. Um. So you you said that was one of the reasons that you uh, that mm-hmm. you picked this. Uh, film and I, I'm going to assume that you've known it since you were a kid is that right? Yeah I honestly can't remember how young I was when I first watched it because I was just that little I mean oh, yeah. I was born like in 91 so this movie had been out for uh, quite some time by the time I was born so like who knows yeah I, I feel that too I mean I was I was born in 83 but it was still out long enough 
for me to just remember mm-hmm. seeing it forever. Uh, yep. So I feel that. And, it's an um, old one. Yeah, it's and and it is like when I'm watching, I'm like, you know what? But it's really good old movie. Yeah, I mean, so long as you look at it and be like, okay, that's not the greatest, but overall, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I will. Uh, we'll get into that in just a second about yeah. the oh, yeah, oh no, why? Um, yeah, maybe. <clears throat> but as later. a kid, what did you think oh, yeah. of it as a kid? Oh, I just, I know I really, like, I loved it, um, because I, like, I loved animal gr- movies growing up, and, um, like, especially when they were talking animals, because talking animals, I mean, you know? Um, and then even when I was in high school, like, I bought a shirt with, uh, from Hot Topic, with Lady and the Tramp on it. It was, like, this light blue, and it had, uh, the spaghetti scene on the front. And there are, like, stars in the background, like, all over. And the back, there was this, like, heart made of stars that you could never see because my hair was so long back then. And then, like, uh, I think, I can't remember if it was, like, above the picture, below the picture, probably below the picture. Um, but below the picture of the spaghetti scene, it said the greatest love story ever told. And I was just like, this is so good. <laughs> I mean, it is a pretty good love story. Like, yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, like, I, I I remember watching it from when I was very young, and I think I watched it whenever uh, Disney Channel was on free preview, and then we owned it, uh, kind of situation. (laughs) Um, I think think we had it on VHS. Yeah, we had it on VHS eventually. Yeah. I know we had this sequel. (laughs) That's funny. I've never seen the sequel, and it's one of those things that I keep having to run up against on this is, like, I've never Mm -hmm. seen... I've almost never seen any of the sequels because by the time the direct-to-video sequels came out, I was a little Mm bit aged out of of the, you know, that that phase where you're like, I've aged out of Disney and I haven't aged back in. There's like that six-year gap where you're like, I'm too old for Disney. And then like six years later, you're like, oh, Disney. Actually, but like, (laughs) I know that as a stereotype, you know? Yeah, and it is like I I keep saying I kept thinking I was too old for Disney, and I'm like I'm literally doing a podcast about Disney now, so <laughs> maybe I wasn't. Oh no, because yeah, it seems like it came out on VHS in 1998. Maybe that oh, sounds geez. legit. Yeah, I mean I would have been seven then. So yeah, yeah. All I remember from the sequel is like, uh, Scamp ran off. There was this little girl dog. Of course there was. I remember the scene where he was like struggling to get up on a trash can. But other than that, nothing. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I figure it, at some point I'm going to have to watch all these sequels. Like yeah. I was talking about uh, with my with Tim when we, when we did uh, Cinderella. And I'm like, I know that there are sequels that are actually almost important to this story and Mm -hmm. I feel like I should watch them at some point but I haven't I think I've watched the Little Mermaid sequel and that's Mm. it yeah I watched the Little Mermaid sequel at least twice um I went back not that long ago and watched the Cinderella sequels because I was like I've heard good things about these and I was like huh these are actually not bad well I mean when you make a sequel 50 years after you made the original uh at least they updated some things yeah. yeah! Yay! Updating! Woo! Yay! Uh, <laughs> Slightly less racism! Yay! <laughs> less overt <laughs> racism! <laughs> hmm. That you don't notice it. as a child. Oh, yeah. Um. Mm. So was this, like, your favorite movie that you wanted to watch all the time? Or was it just, oh. like... When I... Like... Like, um, ah, oh, jeez, I don't really remember. I, I know it was one of the ones that, uh, was at my dad's house, not my mom's. So, and my dad would always, like, before I went to school and, like, after I went to, like, came home from school, we would, like, watch a movie, um, when I was real little. So it was probably in the rotation of that, but I don't remember quite how often I watched it. I did really enjoy it. So it was one of the ones that I would, probably choose more often but i mean memory is a fickle thing you know oh yeah always that's 
Yeah. I was I was never one of those kids that was like, "Oh, it's finished. Let's watch that again." I j- I think it was probably because I grew up without having all these movies on VHS that mm. like by the time we had them, I was like, "Okay, I watched it. I will now watch a different movie." <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, like um I so like I wouldn't watch things like on repeat, but um like if I liked something, I would put it like into the rotation more just because uh focusing on the same thing over and over again it just leads me to dissociation and it's like let's just enjoy it instead of staring off into nothing, you know? Yeah, I can appreciate that. Uh I've never really like I've always heard about uh parents that are like, I've watched Frozen five times today and I'm like, huh. I feel lucky that I have avoided that as a parent. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, people actually do that? I don't, okay. Yeah, apparently. But I mean, that that just wasn't me as a kid. It's like, okay, sure. I mean, Ooh. with songs, sure, I'll listen to them over and over again, but that's because they're generally like five minutes max. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot less to focus on. And for that, it's me memorizing it because I really like it and I want to learn the song best. Yeah, I think I would do, I, I actually think that I watched the sing-along videos a lot more than I watched the actual movies sometimes. Like, I would go on a sing-along binge. I had, like, four of them, and we'd just watch them, over, like, one after the other, and my dad was like, could, could we? Um, <laughs> anything else? <laughs> oh, God, that reminds me. Oh, no. Oh, no. Do you remember when McDonald's used to sell stuff, like, uh, VHS tapes and stuff? Yep. Um. There was the one time that they were selling all of those um, Britney Spears and NSYNC stuff. And we got like the music video VHS. I watched that so much. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. (laughs) Some of the things Britney Spears was doing on the screen were not the most child friendly, but you know. I mean, child friendly meant something different in the 80s and 90s. It just did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, do you have maybe a favorite scene from Lady and Tramp that you just like really were in love with, or you uh, like really remember? Like, I think, I mean, uh, nothing was like super like, oh my god, that's amazing. No, it was um, like, I mean, everyone likes the spaghetti scene because that's a classic. Um, and like. One of the other scenes that I distinctly remembered was the the part in the pound where the one girl dog was singing <clears throat> with the bum 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 woof bum 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 woof that just stuck in my head so much. I loved that. And like uh, one time I was thinking of doing karaoke at school and I was like, oh, I want to sing that song. But then the karaoke machine would not like display the lyrics to that song. I was like, oh, boo. boo. I think Let me that, think uh, about someone being a tramp. <laughs> <laughs> I think the karaoke bar here in uh, that I've been to has like an entire section of just Disney songs. And I was like, that's, nice. that's appropriate. Uh, I love I was I, in like seventh or eighth grade at the time. So. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they were actually yeah. kind of afraid that they that the censors were going to hit them for the name because at the time Tramp was like lascivious or something, mm. which is I think right. is hilarious. And uh, I I watched this little featurette about the making of Lady and the Tramp, which is actually a longer thing than the actual movie, which is oh, hilarious. Um, but like they talked about one of the animators uh, was Mormon, and his church was really upset because he drew um, uh, Peg. And she was such a sexy dog. Oh my god! And they were really upset with him that he had something to do with that. Um, <laughs> and I just think that that's hilarious. That's <laughs> like so good. just just for a moment, imagine a a church trying to shun you because you drew a dog too sexy. Oh my god! That's wow, wow. Like, <laughs> I remember. Um, like I'm pretty. I'm pretty asexual. But, like, I still love songs like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, they mean nothing for me. They're just fun to sing. It, I think it's, like, the tone that they're normally sung in just makes me happy to sing. Yeah, but, that, like, that low, sultry tone. It's a fun It's mm-hmm. a fun feeling, yeah. I think. It probably gives a dopamine He's release a of some sort in the brain. But I love him. It's very, very nice. 
It is fun. Um, mm-hmm. And I, so I will hate to admit this. Uh, my favorite scene from the movie is, is the worst favorite scene in the whole wide oh. world because I loved the Siamese cats I so did much. Too. I did too. I think it was the, um, the like purrs and stuff that they put into their song just made me happy. I my think little it was actually heart. like that that like tight harmony uh, that's actually mm. one person singing on two different tracks. But I think that was it. And I really mm. thought it was such a funny song. Like I just thought it was so yeah. funny. And then like one day we were out somewhere and I was singing it and I was I was probably like, you know, young. Mm. And my mom yeah. like flips around in the grocery store. She's like, oh, no, you can't sing that outside. And I was like, why? And she was like. Okay, so we need to talk about racism a little bit. (laughs) And it broke my heart because I think this is like the first time that anyone ever really told me about racism. I'm not saying it wasn't not the first time that I experienced any form of racism, but it's Mm -hmm. the first time that me as a little white girl in the South really had someone say, okay, so there are things that we cannot say or do um, because they hurt people of color. And of course my mother did not say it that way. She, uh, she said it in the 1990s way. Um, But I I remember that. And it's like my first real moment of, Oh, Oh, okay. I just didn't know. And so I never sang that song like outside the house again. But um, I think that this one was the one that I was most prepared to go into. Like, oh, yeah, there's there's some racism going on in this one. Yeah. Yeah, there really is. Like I felt I felt at least prepared for it. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, I'm prepared for this song. And then I was like, oh, no, there's more. (laughs) Oh, I I kind of. Hmm. I mean, like, I hadn't even thought about, like, the Italian speech pattern. Well, that's a little bit, uh, but, uh. And, 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 and the tramp's comment about, oh, he knows speak English very good. It's like, oh, no. I'm pretty sure you don't speak Italian any better than he speaks English, but sure. <laughs> I did kind of love that, like, every person that interacted with Tramp had a different name for him. Like uh, for for Luigi, his name is Butch, and for this other family, his name is this. And for the, and I thought that was a really fun touch by the scriptwriters that like yeah. he doesn't have a name, but everyone has a name for him. Yeah, and like Tony and them call him uh, Pooch. Yeah, yeah, Pooch, and I like I can't remember all the names because, uh, but when he's walking down the street and he talks about he goes to this house on 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 the Tuesday yeah. and. <laughs> Yep, yep. He has like, like a oh, different this. accent for each place. It's like, I was like, oh, and the dogs, the red dogs read English, which is always fun. Yeah, yeah. gotta have uh. some smart, smart doggos. <laughs> so, like, did you have moments in this one that you were like, oh, well, hey, that was a thing that I forgot happened? Uh, like, I forgot, like, most of the movie, just like in general. <laughs> <laughs> like, I totally forgot that there's, like, a whole, like, scene, th- like, a whole couple scenes where Lady's still a puppy. Like, I totally forgot about that. So, like, unless it was, like, the spaghetti scene, the pound song, the chicken chase, or, like, the Siamese cat song, I didn't remember it. I didn't even remember that there was a baby involved in the movie. <laughs> That's, like, the whole thing that drives the plot forward. It's the long <laughs> to give the parents a break. <laughs> because there's a baby but like while i was watching that like a bunch of details came back but it was just like before going into it, i was like i don't remember anything <laughs> surprise it's it's all it's always like watching it for the first time ever again like you're like oh it's been 20 years and now i don't remember anything excellent it's like watching it anew yeah, a little bit but you still remember it's like oh yeah this is gonna happen and like at the end i was like Oh no, that's right. This dog gets a cart on top of him. Oh no, I forgot. Does he live? I can't remember. And then I was like, oh right. But he does live. Good. Yes, the dog lives. <laughs> For a few seconds, I was legit like concerned because I couldn't remember if the dog lives. Oh yeah. Actually, he was supposed to die. Um, no! Yeah, he was. And then, uh, so Peggy Lee, who wrote so many of the songs uh, for this movie, she actually was like, if you kill that dog, I walk. And they were like, oh so he lives? <laughs> <laughs> he just has a limp now. 
yeah, this is fine. He can just this. He lives. That's that's great. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Peg. Yeah. <laughs> um, my husband walked in while I was watching it uh, the most recent time because I, I've watched it twice in succession now and he he walked in during the, the pound scene and he was like what is this and i was like it's lady in the tramp and he's like where are they i was like she's in the pound and he's like i don't remember this and i was like oh um so it's gonna get a lot sadder here in just a second <laughs> and he's like pardon yeah. and and then they like walk the dog into the like euthanasia yeah. room and he's like did they just kill a dog and i was like they did yeah. he's like and I'm like, we all watched it. <laughs> yup, yup. And the thing is, like, I remembered the 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 song that Peg sang, but I didn't remember anything else about the pound scene. <laughs> I didn't even remember the first pound song. I didn't even remember that there was a song that they were singing when you first go into the pound. Yes. I just remembered the like sultry one. I'm like, huh, I forgot a lot. <laughs> yeah, I will, I will uh I will say that that when I watched it the first time after 20 years, I was like, they, huh, ki- child's first kill shelter. Excellent. This is yep. such a great time. Well, you can tell that when they drew the pound, they were trying to go for, yeah, pounds are not the greatest places for dogs. Get them out of there as soon as you can because they do not last. I mean, mm-hmm. you saw all those sad dog faces that they drew. You know, they were oh, crying. <laughs> I would love to look up, like, I would love to see if there was, like, a run on pounds after Lady and the Tramp, because they did. They were like, all these dogs are pretty great dogs, but yeah. they just were going to kill them because no one will take them home. Uh, yep. I would love to know if people, like, went and got dogs. I, I didn't find anything about that, but that would be a really cool result. Um mm-hmm. I, I would I will say like I've been I've been kind of working my way through the new live action version that's on Disney mm-hmm. Plus and I've really loved some of the updates that they've made. Um I haven't gotten to where she has cats yet, but I'm sure that they took that right the heck out or something. I don't know. Yeah, I've heard that they changed that, but I don't know how. Um I don't actually have Disney Plus, so uh, yeah. The, the the big one, like I've only gotten 20 or 30 minutes into the movie because I've just been watching it in snippets. The biggest change is that uh, they've made Jim and uh, Darling an interracial couple. Um, And they've just like kept it in the early 1900s and been like, hey, you know what? This should have been how it was. And that was fine. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm okay with that. And they're actual dogs. And then they just do that little CG thing where they move their mouth. So instead of like right. doing animated dogs. And so it's a really kind of interesting change that they've they've given for it. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, Which I mean, like, you know, putting CG over like the real thing is going to stand up slightly better than, you know, just CGing the whole thing, depending on how well you do it. Like well, it's a lot less money for sure. I mean, like the, the new Lion King looks spectacular, but they, you know, just dump they just backed up a truck of money to a studio somewhere. So, um, <laughs> oh jeez, it's just so much. I I will say that like the the subtitle of this particular episode is "People Who Should" uh, a story about people who shouldn't own dogs, um, because like they get this puppy and they're like, so we're just gonna, you know, lock her in the kitchen. That'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Also, she was a Christmas present, right? I swear, don't give people pets for Christmas, right? Oh my god! Oh my god! There was this one year, I was working like Easter Bunny stuff in the mall, right? Mm. And like they were selling rabbits there. It's like, oh, they're so easy to take care of. It's like, no, they're not. They are. In but fact I felt not. like I couldn't say anything. Because if, I felt like if I, I, try, I shut down this part of it, that I would lose my job and I needed my job. Right? Don't buy animals for Christmas. Don't buy bunnies for Easter. Just make sound decisions when you're, like, dealing with another creature's life. I want to take a moment to thank my supporters on Patreon. Supporters on Patreon help me cover hosting fees and upgrade my equipment while being able to choose to promote small businesses. There are a few changes this month. As of now, all supporters starting at the Whistle While I Work level, or $1 a month, get an ad-free version of every episode one day early. Fairy godmothers like Jason and Mixie at the $5 level still get a bonus episode on the first of every month. 
This month, I explore Mary Poppins in depth, from Walt badgering a woman for the rights she didn't want to give to possible rape culture moments. Mary Poppins is practically perfect in every way. So come over and hear everything you didn't want to know about Mary Poppins. If you'd like to become a patron, you can search the show over at Patreon, or you can follow the link in the show notes or on my website. Hey, this is Mark Jolliffe, a.k.a. DJ Soundwave, host of the Infinite Banter podcast. want to welcome everybody listening to come check out my show, Infinite Banter. The topics are infinite, and I'll banter about anything from hip-hop music to TV to movies, wrestling, comic books. You name it, I've talked about it on this show. I've had guests like Hurokski from the Fat Boys and underground hip-hop acts like Dirt Platoon on the show. I've also had actor Joshua Michael from The Walking Dead, Tommy McLaughlin, director of Friday the 13th Part 6, Jason Lives, as well as independent wrestlers like Shaza McKenzie and Roxy, and legendary wrestlers like B. Brian Blair have all been on the show. So come check out Infinite Banter, where I'll talk about anything from TV to comic books to wrestling to hip-hop music. Listen to the show on all digital platforms, specifically Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Everywhere you hear podcasts, you'll hear the show Infinite Banter. So come check me out, the Infinite Banter Podcast. Do not give animals as presents. Hard stop. It's that simple. Like, unless you and that other person have been planning the purchase of a pet for some time, you know exactly what that pet needs and what pet that other person wants. Just just don't. Like, it's easier to be like, I'd like to get you a pet for your birthday. Would you like to come with me and pick a pet out with me so you get exactly what you want? How about, I'll tell you when the the wait list starts up and then you can get me a snake. Like, just like, don't give people presents that are pets. Like, just don't give alive presents unless I guess you could give plants. Plants are okay. True. Don't give sentient presents. Let's do that. No sentient presents. Actually, plants might be sentient. I think I heard once, but they're sentient on like a different level. I don't know. That's that's a good point. But they're sentient. Yeah different level anyway so yeah yeah <laughs> not to get off on a tangent and also spay and neuter your pets even though that wasn't available yes. in 1909 uh <laughs> please do oh my gosh so one of the things i i didn't realize until i had like i said i watched this very long featurette i did not realize that the night that lady and the tramp spent together was the night that the puppies were conceived oh oh Okay, I didn't either. Are you okay? Did I yeah. break you? I'm just like, oh, okay, sure. When they bring that up in in that one, I was like, what? Well, huh. hmm, that does make sense. It does. Now that you mention it, yeah. But also, like that could have happened at home too. It could have, but, like, that's what their intention was. And if you notice, like, the next morning, the the male dogs are walking up and talking about matrimony. And it's, like, this double meaning of, like, either these dogs are trying to get her to move in with them because she's being so mistreated by her humans. Or they know she's pregnant and they've decided... To claim the puppies as their own somehow, which is not how that works. <laughs> yeah, like, I hadn't... Oh, jeez. That, that, yeah. <laughs> I hadn't even considered that. Like, I, I picked up on the matrimony thing this time. But I was just like, oh, you know, the, the mistreated angle. But I hadn't even considered, oh, she's already pregnant. Yeah, it, I think uh, The Simpsons does a really funny uh, parody of it, and in that parody, they make it much more obvious that the next morning Lady is pregnant. <laughs> oh, jeez. I never watched The Simpsons, so I wouldn't know. Oh, it's 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 hilarious. Um, but yeah, I, I watched it, I was like, I'm sorry, Disney, you did what? <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, oh yeah, those dogs, they... <clears throat> yeah. Woof, woof. Wow, wow. 
Oh, but uh, I I will say, like, did you, other than, I guess we've already touched on, like, the racism and the accent, but were there any other of those moments that you were like, oh, no, why? (laughs) Lady was six months old when she met the tramp. Well, yeah. And... It's implied that he he was like he was kicked out of his home by then. So he's probably significantly older than her. And yes, they're dogs, but age gaps like that become more and more uncomfortable the older I get. Get like, that. Like we don't know. He could have been a year old, uh, for all we know, because you yeah. know how, how dogs like, are. Yeah, but it's just kind of like, uh, cause it's like it's the old guy with the young naive uh. girl. Oh, that's a ugh. And he has yeah. been with many different women as yeah. as puts it. Ugh. Um, yeah. ugh. um but yeah. I did like I was a little heartbroken by his like, stop that racket, you'll wake the baby, and all that's mm. like from him. And I was like, Oh, oh, I feel so sad for him and his story because yeah. this has happened to him. He he's not yep. just like I heard a rumor of it. That was way too close to this happened to me. Yep. Yeah. So that had already happened to him by the time that lady was six months old, which consider the fact that they probably got him and had him for a little while before they knew about the pregnancy. So that's probably about nine months. Mm -hmm. So like he's definitely just a little older than her. So it's just kind of like it's kind of iffy. A little so bit like now that you make that point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I will I will say that at least by the time they get together, quote unquote, it's been another at least like I'm I'm gonna say eight months. Uh well, I'll I'll go with another nine to ten months because yeah. it's been long enough because for Darling to have found out that she's pregnant, have the baby, mm-hmm. and then the baby be old enough to leave alone for their little baby moon. Um three-day yeah, trip it break. seems yeah and so like I, i'm gonna give her that she was let, let's assume she's uh 14 months old or something like yeah. that so like, no i guess baby- even more like more close cl- more, cl- more close to like 18 months old almost yeah so the baby was born in april mm-hmm. uh she was a christmas she was a christmas puppy uh Oh, I can do this math. Actually, the baby was born in April, um, and Mm -hmm. then puppies gestate for sixty-three days. I have this math in my uh, in my episode. So, if we work backwards from Christmas, when they already have the babies, the the puppies that are pretty much old enough to leave mom again, so they're like what eight weeks old. So that's two months plus sixty-three days, another two months. So that's uh, the eighth month of the year is August. So Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So if they if he got her at Christmas, then th- mm-hmm. uh, she would have been probably about two months old then, say six to eight weeks. And well, then, uh, yeah, and then, uh, and so she uh, would have been what? She was ten? six months. She was six months when Darling got pregnant, and then the baby was born the next April. Well, we don't. Well, okay, so no, she got her collar when she was six months old, but then she found out that the baby was on its way later. So they okay. said she's six so months she old and she got her six and, then she, and so, like, again, if we're if we're going to work backwards from April, April, May, June, July. So Darling would have found out that she was pregnant in like July or August, depending okay. on how soon they found out. So again, like she would have been actually closer to almost a year old, actually. She would have been closer to like 10 months old when they found out about the baby. Hmm. And then another year would have gone by before she got together with Tramp. Yeah. So she's like almost two. Yeah. Like like it's a little better, but it's It's still, I mean, it doesn't change like how much older he is than her potentially. It's, there's a difference between there being a big age gap between two adults who have been adults for a while and someone like who like an adult who met a child while they were still a child and then waited for them to grow up yeah i, I mean, mean that's I not exactly that. what Pram did but like that's you know i mean I, i'm willing to give you that there's there's probably at least like probably a year's age difference in them and for dogs that's a little bit different than for a year's age yeah. difference in humans but yeah, uh, yeah, 
Yeah, and they were, it's just, you know, because they're so humanized, you start to, like, have to think about it almost. Like, oh, oh no, I don't want to. <laughs> but I was already traumatized by this movie. Why must there be more trauma? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then one of the other things that I noticed, that they don't show Darling when she's pregnant at all, mm-hmm. but they show the dog fight full on. Yeah, um... Well, first of all, they didn't have any blood during the the dogfight, which I noticed. True. Like, tra- Tramp straight up gnaws on that guy's leg, and he's like, ah, this is fine. Dude went for the neck! Right? Um, <gasps> but I, this also might have been that time that they might not have been allowed to show pregnancy. Like, if you think about I Love Lucy and the fact that they couldn't say the huh. word pregnant at any point during her pregnancy. Mm-hmm. So... I Love Lucy was, she was pregnant on the air in 1952 and couldn't say the word pregnant. And this mm-hmm. movie was 1955. So, I mean, the censors were a little touchy about pregnancy. Yeah, and I think that that was a way for them to just be like, oh, look, she's she's expecting because she's humming in high heel boots and knitting. Uh did not escape me that there was some high heeled boots going on in that. I was like, why are you wearing those in the house, darling? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, like, all of a sudden, there's a baby. Yeah. Also, was darling like a common name? Because that's all she's called throughout the entire movie. So I looked this up, actually, because it bugged me, too. Um, One of the things that I remember really bothering me about this as a kid was all the nicknames. It really annoyed me that their names were Jim Deere and Darling because those aren't real names. It annoyed me that Tramp called her Pidge, um, those kinds of things. And so what it was, they actually had names in the first script, but they decided to just like how a kid thinks of their parents' names as mom and dad. They... Mm -hmm. Like they figured the dog thought that her owner's names were the pet names that they'd given each other. Which is fair, but she was also called Darling by her friends at the baby shower. That is absolutely true. Um, and I will not argue that, but that that was their argument for how they were like why their names were that way. They took out their actual names, they had a last name and everything at some point. Right. Yeah. Which in my view, so, like, obviously the dude's name seems to be Jim. Because mm-hmm. it's Jim Deer. Why not, like, have someone, like, have one of her friends call her something. It could even be, like, a Era. silly little throwback. She could be Wendy Darling. Right, right. That would have been hilarious. What? Oh, my God. Why not? What? I mean. <laughs> well, they probably didn't want to do that because, you know, British and all that. But that's a great yeah. idea. I love that. But, like, they could have been, oh, Wendy, darling, you know? Yeah. That would have been very nice. That would have been and great. And you still have been like, oh, they're talking to, uh, to darling. That's how we know. Right. But still give her an actual name. Please. What? I mean, you know, it was the 50s. Women didn't get names. You know better. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 1950s. You are so 1950s. <laughs> At least Peg got a name. Yeah. Peg got a name. Lady was her name. I mean, yeah, her name is Lady. She was based on a real dog named Lady. So, okay, like that was her name. But yeah, she got a name. Whatever. (laughs) It's a name that, like, okay. But I mean, I guess, like, I can't really like complain. My name is Cherry, but I mean, I picked that myself. So just like whatever. We're both named after things that aren't names. You know, but mine is works. more like, yeah, mine is more like I'm non-binary. I chose this. Hers is more, oh, she's such a little lady. We'll just call her lady. But, you know, whatever. Oh, and that the whole scene with the zoo, I thought that like, I remember that scene with the zoo like so well from when I was a kid. It's such a funny I had totally scene. forgotten. I had totally forgotten. Like they went to the zoo and I was like, who are they going to? Is it going to be like chimps or something? And then the guy was like, oh my god, I forgot about the beaver! I think it was How the first I time I ever saw a beaver, like, at all, which is not actually seeing a beaver, but yeah, a depiction yeah. of a be- beaver. Right. Right. He was so funny. Yeah. 
I love that scene so much. It's oh. very good. And Shrimp has that like salesman thing going on there. <laughs> and Lady's like, it's a free sample. And Tramp looks at her like, pardon? Okay. It's it's the way to be like, hey, this is why we're not having you pay. Let's go. Yeah, but he just looks like so surprised that she picked up the con so fast. And I don't really know why they had to feel like they had to con this beaver. But, you know, she picked it up so fast and he just looked at her like, well, all right, then. I think I'm in love. Yeah. <laughs> Help me trick a beaver, baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's my job to ruin people's childhoods. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh did you have kind of like a, a favorite scene that when you watched it this time? That little bitty baby lady scene. She was so smart and so good and so persistent, and she faced those big giant stairs like a champ. Oh. I love little lady. Like, I think from like as a child, I I knew you can't just leave a dog in the kitchen from that scene. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Also, they're like just for tonight, and then like she was there, and then she woke up as an adult. It's like ah, yes, just for tonight. No, she was there every single night. <laughs> How it always works with dogs, right? Yeah, yeah. Plus, like with that scene. That I noticed there was, like, I didn't notice any racism or sexual leanings. It was just adorable pupper who was very smart. This is 100% cute puppy moments before anything bad happens. Yes. And the only, like, yes. the only thing that I had a problem with was she's like, is she going to be warm enough? And I was like, okay, that's reason number one to not leave her in the kitchen. If you're afraid she'll be mm -hmm. cold. Like, it must be mm -hmm. real cold in that kitchen if you're afraid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Someone didn't yeah. research getting a puppy. <laughs> but yeah, like the story, it's funny because like there was an animator that had a dog named Lady and he had drawn out all these uh, shorts about how his lady had gotten shafted when his daughters were born, um, mm -hmm. you know, as as they did, I guess. And then. Yeah. He left the studio before they actually made Lady and the Tramp. So Walt Disney claimed that he had given his wife a chow puppy in a hat box as an apology for being late one day. And that's where they came up with the story. So, you know, that pissed off the animator's family. They were like, pardon? This is our dog. Excuse? <laughs> and that was also like, do not give people puppies in a hat box, please. Like. The way that they animated the hat box looked like she was about to fall through. It was. I've seen a couple of the videos of they put a puppy in a in a hat box to get it to push up, so the animators could get the the animation right. It is so cute. Aww. It is just like you're like, oh, buddy, Baby. you're the best. Baby. <laughs> Oh. I just I I do I love the the puppy scenes of like I could watch the puppy scenes so yeah. much and her harassing Jim like you deserve yeah. this yeah the way she was like she was whining and then she was like wagging her tail because she knew she is one smart dog she's so smart she's so so smart my, my husband was like well yeah Spaniels are ridiculously smart and they're very well behaved. And I was like, yeah, you can tell because ladies the best. Yes. I always, do you know what's going on with the rat? Because I do not understand what the big freaking deal was with the rat. Huh? I don't know. Like rats are yeah. gross. And, and that was a big rat. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It was a pretty big rat. But like, I think as a kid, even as a kid, I was like, but. It's a rat? Uh, rats can carry a lot of diseases, unfortunately. Um, like, the food they yeah. have, especially. Um, plus, like, I don't know. I think maybe they were trying to portray it as, ooh, baby, easy meal. I did see that moment where it's standing on the crib looking at the baby, and it's like, I'm going to eat a baby. I was like, rats don't eat babies, though. Yeah. <laughs> Last I checked, rats don't eat babies yeah well they were they're just going for that angle it's one of those this animal is greatly misunderstood you know 
Well, and, and Aunt Sarah, oh my gosh, Aunt Sarah might have been the reason that I didn't like cats for a long time in my life. I I now own two. <laughs> um, and like her was like, how dare you be near the baby and like obviously protecting it while this other dog is in this other corner far away from it. And I will just trap it and call and they're just going to kill him immediately upon getting to the pound. I was like, wait. Okay, there's a lot to unpack yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. I, why would you why would you first of all leave your dog and baby with someone who hates dogs right? without being like, "So hey, we explicitly trust this dog with our baby. Don't be a jerk." Right? Um, thanks Aunt Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, cuz it is the moment they walk in, they look at they they look at a lady and they're like, "Oh no, she's trying to tell us something. There's something important." <gasps> oh, look, a giant rat. Yep. And then, oh, we've already called someone to kill the other dog. Great job, Sarah. Yeah. 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 Like, I'm personally not a dog person. I prefer cats. Always have. But, like, I have absolutely nothing against dogs at all. And, like, I can still be like, oh, hey. Okay, I'll follow you. Sure. What you got? You know? You know, I always say that I I like other people's dogs. Yes. I just... Don't particularly want to be a dog owner. Yes, there's so much work. There's a lot of work involved and like you have to train them and stuff like that. Like you just get a cat and it's just like, so this is mine? Cool. Yeah. So like dogs, you have to you have to train them. You have to walk them. Doesn't matter if there's a blizzard outside. You got to open the door to put them out so they, they can go to the bathroom. Cats? Cats just chill inside all day. They're like, so this is my domain and I allow you to live yeah. in it. And you're like, cool. Yeah, cool. yeah. That's great. The fact that the dogs were all pretty free roaming was just kind of like a little weird to me watching the movie. It was weird. I think that was very, I think that was very turn of the century mm. um, from what I understood. Because like, I I think that's what they're going for. It's supposed to be set in like 1909. Mm-hmm. And I think that these dogs are just like, they travel from yard to yard and everyone knows who they are and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I found that interesting, too. Yeah. It's just like there's dogs everywhere. Yeah. And it's just like, huh, that is, like, looking back on it with what we know now, it's like, that is not a safe way to keep your pet. They could get run over. It's not. But, I mean, there were less they cars back over. then. So. There were, like, uh, it's very, like, early cars and they could stop a lot sooner. I mean, mm-hmm. there's still horse-drawn carriages in this town. Yep. So. Yep, though, I mean, obviously, and those can be dangerous for dogs, too. One of them almost died obviously. because of a horse-drawn carriage. You know, I just wondered, I wonder if those horses were okay. Oh, gosh, I hope they were, too, because horses... Why did you do that, Brain? Uh, <laughs> horses can break their legs so easy, and they don't heal as as great as other animals. They're they're weak. They're strong, but they're weak. Fragile, that's, that's the word. They're strong, but they're fragile. They're fragile. And it's like, babies, no. Please be careful. Please be okay. No more falling over in the streets, thank you. Yes. Be careful. And like, I love that no part of me is like, gee, I hope the dog catcher is okay. Because I'm like, (laughs) ah, humans. Screw him. Human. (laughs) He can break his arm. Who cares? He was he was mean. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's really funny, and in, in the new one, um, the the dog catcher has like a vendetta against Tramp, and he's like describing him as like a rabid wolf, kind of like oh. he's like he's a huge monster with great sharp teeth, and people are like, "Are you talking about a dog <laughs> or like a dragon?" He's <laughs> like one, like, one, one step dragon? short of, and he breathes fire and spits acid, kind of moments. Do they legit say dragon? No, oh. no, they did not. But like Ew. everyone keeps going, are you talking about a dog? And he was like, a dog. <laughs> and they're like, it's a dog. Oh my god. <laughs> it's so funny. Like the way people just keep going, it's a dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's it's a hoot. So, yeah, if you ever get around to Disney Plus, I I do recommend L- the live action. As far as I've seen, it seems to be really hilarious. I haven't okay. gotten to the potentially racist parts, but I'll let you know. Awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've, you've got my Discord parts. handle, so. Well, Cherry, thank you so much for joining me today. I really had a great time. Thanks. I had a great time too. 
Well, and uh, do you have any social media or Twitter that you'd like people to reach out to you if they'd like some voice work or anything like that? It's um, uh, P-I-A-B Cherry Bomb. P-I-A-B Cherry Bomb. Mm -hmm. So they do amazing voice work, as you've heard through here. So if you're looking for some voice work, I encourage you to reach out to P-I-A-B Cherry Bomb on Twitter. Guest episodes, when available, will drop into your feed on Thursdays after the main episode about that movie is scheduled. Make sure you don't miss a single guest episode by hitting the subscribe button on wherever you're getting your podcasts right now. You can also get updates by following me on social media. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under the username OofMyChildhood. A transcript of this episode will be available on my website, and if you check my YouTube channel, you'll find captioned videos. I do my best to provide a transcript and video as soon as this episode is published, but if this one isn't available yet, check my website for updates and a link to the appropriate video. My theme music was composed and played by Sean Rudolph of Let Music Be. For more information on that studio, you can visit their website at letmusic.be or visit my website for an easy link. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you come back each week to discuss Disney Through Modern Eyes. And while you're at it, if you're enjoying yourself, please let your friends know about me. I'd also appreciate a rating and review wherever you're listening to the show. This podcast was recorded with the help of the Craig Chatbot and edited by me. I release a new regular episode every Monday through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many, many other podcatchers. So until next time, keep the magic alive. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.